Who's there? You. 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 I'm warning you, don't mess with me, I know karate. Mitty looks up at the framed photograph of herself. There are several photos on the wall and on the mantelpiece, an unhealthy number of photos, really. The voices seem to be emanating from the huge photo above the fireplace. And it's huge, by the way. Think kings, castles, awkward royal portraits. Hey you, hey you, hey you, hey you, hey you. Mitty puts her ear up against the photo like she's listening for a heartbeat. Up here, up here, up here. She steps back and looks up at the photo. For a moment, she forgets about the voices and admires her portrait, like an art critic appreciating a great piece. Her eyes narrow. There's something peculiar about the photo. She can't quite make it out, and then the eyes of the portrait quickly move towards her. Mitty stumbles backwards in shock, tripping over the little coffee table in the middle of the living room. Just the lips and eyes of the photo are moving, like one of those creepy ventriloquist dolls. But the voice is a perfect match. Mitty picks up the broom and motions as if to strike. Whoa, calm down. You wouldn't want anything to happen to your favourite photo of us. What the hell are you? Oh, darling, you cut me deep. But first, it's not what, but who. I am you. I know you. I know everything about you. How does this work? I don't know. Do you know how your phone works? Well, no. Neither do I. But who cares, right? All that matters is that phones make life easier. That's why I'm here. To make your life easier. Better. How are you going to do that? Hey, how am I finishing your sentences? I told you. Who knows you better than you? And how are we going to do that? One step at a time. You're not real. You're not real. Oh my gosh, I am losing it. Well, you are talking to yourself. Never a good sign. What? You're talking to me? Ah, finally, we're getting somewhere. Oh, I'm confused. Well, there are several ways you can look at this. A, you're a freak and you need to be put away for a long time. Heck, I'd even make the call for you. (laughs) Imagine that, getting put away by yourself. Stop it. Or B, you just inherited the coolest looking AI in the world. Like Siri, but well, Midi. M for Māori, of course. How do you even know about this stuff? Stop doing that! Midi puts her hands over her ears and storms out of the house. She jumps into her car, unsure of what exactly has taken place. She slaps her face and shakes her head like there's sand in her hair. She reverses out of the driveway, almost crashing into a passing car. The driver swerves and does the old middle finger salute. Sorry! She buries her face in her hands, 
regains her composure, then takes off, not entirely sure where she's headed. Anywhere away from the house is good. It's not real. It's not real. She slams on the brakes, realising she was going way too fast. Oh, great. That's all I need. The red and blue lights are reflecting off everything. She looks in her rearview mirror. Hey, friend. Ah, oh, not you again. What do you say? Wind down your window, please. Sorry, I wasn't talking to you. So who were you talking to? Were you on your phone? No, 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 I know better than to text and drive. That could cause an accident. The eyes of the officer narrow. What terrible timing. It's a message on her phone. It reads, Hey, friend. Oh, just rack off. Uh, excuse me? Oh, no, not you, officer. Oh, let me guess. An imaginary friend. Same one you were talking to earlier. If only you knew. You're in a lot of trouble, young lady. Your license, please. He takes the license back to his car and starts writing in his book. Middy's hoping it's just a speeding ticket. She looks down at her phone. That's not my ringtone. It's an unknown number and Middy knows better than to answer an unknown number. It might be a psycho, or worse, a bill. But curiosity gets the better of her. Kia ora. Hey, friend. Okay, I'm gonna put this very nicely. Get lost. Hey, what's your problem? It's me, Panya. Panya. Oh, I'm so sorry. I thought you were something, uh, someone else. Her friend Panya was a big girl with a big heart to match. Mitty, are you okay? Apart from talking to my evil twin spirit, almost crashing my car and being pulled over by a cop who thinks I'm crazy, uh, yeah, I'm okay. That doesn't sound too good. Let's meet up at the mall. We can discuss it over a hamburger. The food court in 20. Done. Okay, see ya. Hey, Panya. Hey, friend. You again. Panya's not here right now. How did you... Don't worry, Panya's on her way to the mall. Okay, okay. Hang on a minute. This is for my benefit. Let's call it a crazy test. Sounds intriguing. You said you were going to make my life easier, better. Correct. Okay, then. Get me out of this ticket. You want me to get you out of this ticket? Yep. Sure. Wait, is this gonna cost me an arm, a leg, my soul? Well, nothing's ever free, but no. This isn't going to cost you a single thing. All you have to say is, do it. Do it? That's pretty lame, isn't it? Okay. Do it. The call is disconnected. Mitty looks in her rearview mirror and notices that the cop is talking on his radio. He suddenly runs over and hands Mitty back her license. Looks like it's your lucky day, miss. There's been a huge accident nearby. Now, keep it under 50. 
And just like that, he's gone. Okay, good news, bad news scenario. Good news, I don't think I'm crazy. Bad news, I've got a spirit that looks like me, sounds like me, can appear in mirrors and answer my phone. Well, let's eliminate one of those problems. Good riddance. She turns off her phone and heads to the mall. If she'd heard that weird ringtone one more time, she would have smashed her phone into a million pieces. When Mitty reaches the food court, she gives her good friend Panya a hug. So, what's up? I'm not sure. I might be losing it. And... What do you mean, and? Panya answers her phone. It's her mother. What? Oh my goodness, when? I'm on my way. Mum's been in a huge accident. I'm going there now. Is she okay? I don't know. Okay, I'll follow you in my car. When they arrive, there are ambulances, police cars and fire trucks everywhere. Through the chaos, Pania spots her mother. She's holding an ice pack on her head and is talking to one of the ambulance crew. Panya collapses in a pool of tears. Panya's mum soothes her daughter. I'm okay. Hey, Mrs. C, everyone okay? The couple in the mini are pretty banged up, but I think everyone else is surprisingly okay, giving the bile up. What, seven or eight cars? Lots of bumps and bruises. What happened? It's weird, but talking to some of the others, we all received a phone call at the same time. It was a weird ringtone that we hadn't heard before. It distracted one of the drivers, which caused the crash. Must have been the the network or something. Mitty's heart begins to sink. Her phone begins to ring. What the? I switched my phone off. That's the weird ringtone. Must be the network playing up again. Panya eyes her friend suspiciously. Midi takes off. Hey, Midi, where are you going? The phone is still ringing as she hops into her car. What did you do? I have no idea what you mean. What did you do? I didn't do anything. Hey, I wasn't the one driving. Didn't you say texting and driving can cause accidents? I'm going to fix this. I'm going to call Panya, and we are going to figure out how to get rid of you. I wouldn't do that if I were you. Why? She might not be so understanding when she finds out her friend just about killed her mother. What? I didn't do anything. Well, according to the phone records, which they will eventually find, you did. You evil pain! You shouldn't talk to yourself like that. Come on, Panya. Pick up. Please. You have the cheek to call me back. Call you back? What are you talking about? Minnie, you just called a couple of minutes ago and abused me. I suppose you're going to tell me that wasn't you. This is going to sound weird, but that wasn't me. Miriamma, we've been friends since primary school. I know your voice when I hear it. <sighs> okay. What's going on? I don't entirely know or understand, but if you meet me at my place in 10, the answers are all there. 
Okay. It better be good. When Midi pulls up to the house, Panya is already there, but she's not in her car. Panya! Panya! The door is already open, but there's no Panya. And Midi can't remember whether she closed it or Panya got the key from under the fake rock. Panya! Midi walks into the living room with all the photos. She plucks up some courage, takes a deep breath and looks up. There's no one in the photo. Midi! 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 Panya? Help! 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 Panya! Panya's not here. Swinging around, Midi sees another version of herself. Another Midi. A perfect three-dimensional carbon copy. Midi looks the other Midi up and down in shock. I know. Cool, right? What have you done with Panya? Have a look for yourself. Midi spins around to look, and the other Midi puts her head in a headlock. Can you see her? The photo looks weird now. There's a room with just a chair that used to have Midi in it. In the background, there's a window. Midi can just make out a figure pressed up against the window. Oh, no! It's... Yes, very good. I wasn't sure if you'd be able to see from all the way down here. She's so small. But don't worry. She'll soon have the company of her lifetime friend. You let her go! No need to shout. Midi elbows her in the stomach and throws her over her shoulder, world wrestling style. I've told you this before, don't mess with me. I know karate. So you've got a little fight in you. I'm impressed. But you do understand I'm not a heap of pathetic flesh like you are, right? The other Midi moves like a blur, slapping Midi from all directions. She could finish her off in a second, but she's enjoying playing with her prey, taunting and torturing her. Midi is swinging wildly, hoping to get lucky. Midi does a spinning back kick, which hits the other Midi in the face. The other Midi is shocked. How did you do that? You said it best. Who knows you better than you, right? But you're just a heap of pathetic flesh, I know. But more importantly, I'm finishing your sentences. The other Midi leaps into the photo on the mantelpiece. She flies back out of it and then into the next one. Midi dive rolls out of the way. In one photo and out the next, hit and run. Her guerrilla tactics are wearing Midi down. Sensing victory, the other Midi returns to her physical form. Midi grabs the poker next to the fireplace. Don't come near me! You got lucky once. I'm sorry, but that's not going to happen a second time. Time for a reunion with your dear friend, Panya. Midi lifts the poker to strike the other Midi, but she accidentally hits the photo over the fireplace. Understanding dawns on Midi's face. The other Midi leaps on Midi and smacks the poker out of her hand before she can get a second chance. The other Midi grabs Midi by the throat and pushes her up against the fireplace. Think you're a
Midi leans towards the other Midi as if to hongi her, then smashes her head backwards, shattering the glass of the photo. The other Midi shatters into tiny pieces. Panya tumbles out of the photo and onto Midi. <laughs> Thanks for catching me. Any time, friend. They look at the photo. The other Midi is gone. Hey, I have one question. Just one. For now, yes. Where did you learn karate? Netflix. What? Cobra Kai? Of course. I have one question too. How did you fit into that photo? Easy. Keto. <laughs> Come on, karate kid, let's go get a burger. Pakikehua, brought to you by Te Wānanga o Aotearoa, with funding from Te Māngai Pāho.